0: Hello and welcome to The Print Pod, this is Ratan Priya and today's opinion is by Congress leader Manu Indra Singh. The Indian Army's plans for downsizing despite a record shortage in authorized manpower strength is reflective of a deeper military-economic crisis. The enforced vacancies of over 1 lakh will only increase with more such cuts in a unilateral downsizing exercise. It is also being done without taking into account the current and projected deployment state of the army. The exercise is being marketed as right-sizing in a clever play of words, but it doesn't take away from the fact that its thrust is on severe budgetary constraints for the foreseeable future. Introduction of the Agnipath scheme was the first direct acknowledgement of the country's dire economic situation, particularly as far as defence is concerned. Against an annual average retirement rate of about 60,000, only 40,000 fresh recruits are to be inducted and that to on a four-year contract. But the Agnipath recruits could bring the right-sizing exercise to naught, given its ambitious plans to cut the tail of every arm and service over a five-year period for a leaner army. Serving soldiers in most professional militaries around the world will have an opinion on manpower surpluses as well as the optimization of resources. That is a given fact. But what is not easily grasped is the methodology of downsizing as well as the prioritization of steps to be taken. So, a tank man thinks India needs more armor, just as fighter pilot believes the country needs more combat aircrafts. But an infantry soldier on the line of control or its eastern counterpart will believe more foot soldiers are required to secure the difficult border terrain, Strung around the country. What is not disputable though is that any exercise at downsizing an armed force has to begin with a comprehensive analysis of India's threat perception covering the entire gamut of the national security environment. While it cannot be undertaken by a single service and unilateral at that, It has to be a cross-department and multiple domain effort, looking at internal, external, regional and global scenarios confronting India today and over the next 25 years. Any smaller time frame is counterproductive for many weapon systems to conceptualize and finally be commissioned. Size has to reflect strength and be achievable and as envisioned. The right-sizing plan currently under preparation by the Army is not in tandem with the other services and is not in the least bit reflective of the current and the projected threats India has to face. The Navy and the Air Force have a stake in any manpower downsizing plan that the Army seeks to implement. All three services have to work together in a conflict and each needs to know what the other two are capable of bringing to the table. All three are, after all, jointly supposed to work towards a theatre command system. Any service working in isolation is an exercise in futility. For the future beckons jointmanship from booths to ops room. The three services must, therefore, be at the core of a threat perception study for they have to bell the cat and pull the chestnuts out of the fire as they have done repeatedly over the decades. It is only from such a study that a comprehensive manpower plan can emerge for the armed forces not an enforced decision without debate or discussion. Manpower savings are best made when some resources are shared among the services. This exercise is driven by an external stimulus that demands manpower cuts so as to curb the defence pension budget and join the global chorus seeking a lean, mean fighting machine. The pinakia of all military evil is manpower, or so it appears from the blueprint being prepared, watching far too much international television coverage of Russia-Ukraine conflict has convinced some of the drivers of this exercise that this is how war is going to be fought in the future. So, technology over manpower is their analysis. But India is different socially, geographically and in combat ethos. Relegating manpower for technology is dangerous considering India's neighbourhood. There is a need to ensure human visual, not simply machine monitoring of borders. The multitasking soldier or a cross-skilled one for this exercise is great when seen on a screen, but it's not possible when he has a four-year contract. Most of his buddies will be out after that period. The authors of this project or those pushing the idea seem to forget that most Indian soldiers are in any case multi-skilled if given the requisite years of service. Undertrained and multi-skilled soldiers coming from the Agni Veer option are not a possibility in India.